Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, your host, and we thank you for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry, and our hope and prayer for our listening audience all over the world is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime, and you can reach us through our website at yieldtothekingministry.org. Well, welcome to today's episode entitled Triumphant Life in Christ Jesus. And as always, I'm going to read our promotional material. Life isn't easy, but there is always hope. Choose a word that best describes your life. Is it triumphant or defeated? No matter what we are faced with, life is worth rejoicing. We can be victorious, successful, and achieve what God has for us. We are measured by God's standard, not the world's standard. In 2 Corinthians 2, verse 14, and this is the New American Standard Bible, it says, But thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us reveals the fragrance of the knowledge of him in every place. Verse 15 goes on to say, We are the fragrance of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. God does more than just keep an eye on us. He is the overseer of our life from beginning to end. Well, we have in our studio today special guests, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves after I tell you a little bit about what I know about them. We have Mark A. Smith and Maya J. Smith, and Mr. Smith is a recording producer, musician, and composer. He founded Triumph Recording Company, an independent gospel and inspirational record label based in Seattle, Washington, in the United States. And Seattle, Washington is in the Pacific Northwest, right under Alaska, right under uh, British Columbia. But this couple's family-owned business is a music ministry. And with that, I want to say welcome to Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Welcome to Hope for Today and your episode, Triumphant Life in Christ Jesus. I'll let you go ahead and greet our audience. Well, thank you so much. I will give the introduction on behalf of my husband and I as we sit together and are just so blessed to be a part of this broadcast. And we're just thankful to be here. We know that this is a privilege and an honor, and we take it very seriously that we're able to come before the people of God and those who are seeking God to be able to speak today. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that. So this is uh, what I know about Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Mark Smith and Maya Smith. 
the vision, this is, these are their words that they provided me to share with you. The vision of our ministry, Triumph Recording Company, was imparted by God and it's founded upon the love that he has for us. Isn't that beautiful? And then they go on to say, we have received our salvation in Christ Jesus and seek to live in obedience according to God's word. We triumph over our most difficult trials, which opened our eyes to the importance of using our gifts to glorify our Father. The music the Lord has inspired through us will plant and water new seeds. He will give the increase. Wow, that is a profound statement, just a profound statement. So I am so honored to have you two in this studio today as our guest. And so with that, I'm going to start by asking you a question. I know I want to know a little bit more about you, and I'm assuming that our listening audience would would, uh, say the same. So can you tell us a little bit about your background, maybe your family of origin, where you were born, or how you ended up in the Pacific Northwest if you migrated from somewhere else? So I'll, I'll start. I... Maya Smith. I was born Maya Peterson in Chicago, Illinois, to Mary and Melvin Peterson. And my mother was a school teacher. She was my school teacher and had my father was a professional musician, a jazz genre of music. She decided as a family to migrate here to Washington State as my Auntie Susan, who is my mother's sister, was passing away of cancer. The Lord called her home. She was not a believer as she laid on her bed going into the transitional period. Her sister, which is my mother's other sister, was able to actually bring her to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ by being used by God. So as I'm even talking to you right now, God is revealing how things go in a circle, and that is why we moved here when we saw this city compared to Chicago. My parents decided it was a better place to raise biracial children, my sister and I, and then my brother followed suit, who was older and starting his own family and also migrated here and so we all are residents here in Washington State. Some have passed on, but the family is continuing on that did migrate to Washington. And I'll let my husband take it from here. Yes, I'm a Seattle, Washington native, born and raised. Uh, parents, likewise. Uh, They both met at Garfield High School, and my father was somewhat of a known entertainer, lead singer for um, a band called Tiny Tony and Statics, one of the first Pacific Northwest groups to break the barrier, um, the color barrier of putting a record out and doing the World's Fair in 1962 with Elvis and a lot of famous groups. So he had somewhat of a following 
as a local musician, which kind of broadened his horizon in the entertainment field. And I have two brothers. Um, one has gone on home to the Lord, but we all kind of have a music background from that. And on my mother's side, uh, my grandfather, they came from a city called Jenna, Louisiana, because he was in the Navy. So that brought us from uh, the generation from south of the United States then, because he was stationed here. I believe he started in Bremerton, and they were able to buy a home and in this greater Seattle area. Wow. Okay. So, you know, people who were originally from Seattle, born and reared, you know, born and reared in Seattle, some people say raised, uh, it's an anomaly. Uh, Most people you meet nowadays have migrated to the area, but I, too, am a native of Seattle. (laughs) So who would have ever thought that would happen today, that we'd find that out about each other today? And uh, Maya, I have cousins and relatives, and my father's sister lived in Chicago, so all of her children, adult children and their kids and grandkids and probably great-grandkids live in Chicago. They were from the um, south side of Chicago, and uh, some of them were in the nursing profession and so on and so forth. But you know what's interesting is both of you, so so how how did God in his divine uh, wisdom bring the two of you together with both of you having musical backgrounds in your family? Isn't that awesome? It is. Yes. Mm-hmm. We actually were neighbors, so God split us right next to each other for a period of years. And when his appointed time came, we became one. (laughs) That is a beautiful story. Oh, wow. See, God was always, he was already at work, right? And you guys didn't know it. (laughs) He was already at work (laughs) with his divine intervention. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, th- this is great. Okay, so the, the, that, that, thank you for sharing that information uh, with us, and uh, I, I enjoyed hearing your, your stories, both of your stories, and how you came together. So when did you meet Jesus Christ? Uh, your whole statement that you provided for Hope for Today to share with the listening audience talks about your <clears throat> obedience according to God's word and his love and your ministry and uh, your the importance of using your gift to glorify God. So how and and when did you meet Jesus Christ and and how were you introduced to Him? If you would would wouldn't mind sharing that that story with us. Amen. And since my husband and I we are one flesh, we prayed about this and talked about this that I would go forth with this answer for both of us. So I will start with my husband because I was actually there as a witness. And we just want to give honor to God for placing Reverend Victor Langford in our lives. My husband grew up at St. Mark's Lutheran Church as a young young man of God. And as he grew in the church, his mother and family attended that church and still do to this day. Fast forwarding as my husband and I did become one 
we didn't always live in the way of Christ. So we don't want to come across to the audience like we're, you know, at this place where other people that may be struggling could never see themselves or we don't want to uh-huh. put ourselves before people. We're looking to still for that anointed example like married couples in Christ who give all honor to those who showed us, you know, the way to live right and that type of experience. So as we became more serious about life, because we didn't start out married, we will confess that right now here. And we started going to church at the church where my husband grew up, and it was really blessed for us. We started receiving revelation, and God started really showing us some things. And, of course, the enemy came right in and tried to attack and take us off course in many ways. One thing that was very near and dear to my heart that happened was when we were receiving counseling from Reverend Mr. Langford, we would go to the church when we were struggling, and we would seek to get closer to God, not run away from God. And he brought it out to us, have you both been saved? And when Um. it wasn't a clear answer on my part, then we went straight into, and Reverend Victor Langford led everything, but my husband receiving salvation at that moment. It was such a beautiful time that God took place to that particular moment. And since then, the covering of God has just really been very strong, even though the enemy still tries to attack and take us to a place that's outside of God's will. It's our free will that we must use daily to fight to the flesh to walk in the spirit of God. So I'll switch over to myself. My experience was something very beautiful that I just have amazing memories about. When I was uh-huh. six years old and my sister was eight years old, my aunt was visiting from Wisconsin. My, my mother's family is from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And after my Aunt Susan had passed, they made sure that they would come and visit us here and, you know, keep, you know, a good relationship with our family, staying close. Well, my family didn't go to church every Sunday. There was a period of time Uh where we started going to church. You know, some families, they just don't go to church. They were raised in church, both my dad a Baptist and my mother a Lutheran. But Uh at the time, we weren't going. My aunt would come on the scene, you know, she's like, what church are we going to this Sunday? And <laughs> I feel it's okay to say this because I'm biracial, so I'm, I've my whole life seen, you know, the, the different sides of the culture. And my aunt is Native American and German, and she's like, where are we going to church? And my dad's first thought was Mount Zion Baptist Church. That's where I feel comfortable going to church. So this uh-huh. big, beautiful congregation up in the balcony, and, you know, the service is going forth. Dr. Reverend McKinney is preaching, and he gives the salvation call. And my aunt looked uh-huh. at my sister and I, and she goes, are you ready? And we were so excited. I mean, I just remember just I was elated. And we took us down, and, you know, 
the church is mostly black. <laughs> so it was right. like my aunt right. running. We've never been to the church, and God just brought us to the altar, and we willingly received the salvation of of Jesus. And I can tell you that there have been many, many battles that as I look in retrospect and what the enemy tried to, as a child, when you received the Lord, you know, I am so grateful of God's hand upon my life to bring me to a place where I could actually start seeking him, going to church getting revelation and growing strong in God in my faith so that I could stand against the wiles of the devil through anything. Yes, 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 yes. Well, that is beautiful. And and I, our next question is going to allow you to go into some of the things that you have overcome as a, re, as a result of the, the grace and mercy of God. But Maya, I am so thankful that you mentioned, you know, and actually made a, a, a confession, you know, some people look at us now in our walk, you know, as we are a little bit more mature and we've um, chronologically, maybe we've aged and they look at yeah. you and they see you where you are now and they think that that's how you always been. And I have to remind the ladies that I minister to, no, 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 no. My thing is, this is my favorite statement, no, I have been around the block. That's what I tell them. And they'll look at it and they'll say, you, Miss Nasha, oh, you wouldn't even want me to begin to tell you the story, right? But we all have a testimony, and, and it's good to go back and reflect from where God has brought us so that people don't think that, that this is how we've always been. You know, so thank you for for bringing that up because it's so important. You know, I I've met you where you are today, and um, you know that's that's the Maya Smith that I know and and have met, and and the same with Mark. But I can only imagine that if that you know if if uh you know we if we're truthful with ourselves, that there are things that we can share with people that can uh, allow them to be encouraged along their walk too, if they're not quite where they think they should be. So thank you for that. Thank you. The next question I'd like to ask. Yes, yes, praise them. To God be the glory, right? So you mentioned that you've had, you know, the the devil, we know the devil's going to try to derail us and he's got a wrecking crew and a wrecking ball, you know, he's going to explode and implode. So what are some of the, but no weapons formed against this shall prosper. I'm going to just throw that out there too. But what sort of major life obstacles have you overcome? I think it starts with, and I know this to be true, it just takes some time to actually realize it because the enemy wants to distract us and living in the flesh, we almost feel sin is normal. <laughs> So mm-hmm. understand that our mind being sound and having clear instruction once you do come into the body of Christ that there's a way to live and it doesn't mean that you're never going to fall short of the mark, but mm-hmm. we don't willfully do these things that we know now and that have been revealed to us do not line up with what God wants us to be. And so the major obstacles we have overcome through our family, through anything trying to pull our mind into making decisions that just don't make sense, 
long range or short range, but when we were walking in the flesh, it just seemed like that that's the way that, you know, you do things. You try to fit in and fit the pattern of the world, but when you come to know God and you realize it's set apart, it's about having our temples pure and uh-huh. being found is the only way that that can take place. So reading God's word, understanding when he Parting that wisdom into us, how to actually take those action steps every day, which mm-hmm. every day is a choice to walk in his will. And when we do make a mistake or fall down, asking God right away for forgiveness, forgiving each other. So without going yes. into too much detail about our trial on this particular blog talk, we just know that when you're faced with something that seems like it's a stronghold that you just feel like, oh, my God, this is never, ever, it seems like it's just going to continue for years and years and years. Well, the woman with the issue of blood is such a wonderful testimony of how you can press your way. If you really want to live different, if you really want something to, you know, get far from you that you know is not right, even if it seems like the circumstances could never change, keep pushing, keep pressing, and keep getting as close to God as you can. And he will not only release you and you will have a breakthrough, but you can actually Uh break away. Because when you are called for ministry, there is a point where you need to break away from these things that have been strongholds. God can consistently and continually use you to generate, you know, as he generates the witnessing opportunities. It's not us that generates the witnessing opportunities, but when those opportunities are generated by God, you quickly recognize it, you follow what God says, you say nothing more or less than what he gives you to witness, water, plant, that seed. And as he gives the increase, we may know about it, or we may never hear about what happened with that person. But one thing is for sure, that person, that feeding from God, they will know that God is real and that the truth is really in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Um, yes. And so what I the, the golden nugget that I just uh, received from what you just said is, the intentionality. So, yes, we're going to have trials and tribulations. It says in James, count it all joy, my brothers, when you encounter various trials and tribulations, knowing that the testing of your faith will produce endurance. So we know that it's going to happen. But I heard you say that we have to read, you know, read the word of God and be intentional in making those, those, taking those action steps and making those decisions to have a closer walk with him. And I, I, it, it brought the, the song to mind, Just a Closer Walk With You. There's something to these old lyrics, right, <clears throat> that we used to probably hear our big mamas and grandmamas sing. But I am weak, but thou art strong. Jesus, keep me from all wrong. I'll be satisfied as long as I walk. Let me walk close to thee. You know, there's something to this, this you know, walking and having a closer walk. And then 
on the flip side of it, I'm always asking for the Lord to draw me closer and closer to him. And then for others, I may pray, turn their hearts toward you or whatever, you know. So thank you. Thank you for that. Yes, overcomers. Okay. And and, and we're going to have obstacles. I mean, and we're going to have hurdles, but, you know, faith can move mountains. And so we just have to be intention and focused on, on what it is that we uh, are called to do, what our purpose is, what we're, how, you know, what is it, what, what is our relationship? How is it, is it, is it improving? You know, I love to say to younger people, all things are permissible. Yeah, you might be able to do this because it doesn't fall in the category of sin, but is it profitable? Is it profitable for your walk? You know, some of these movies that don't, you know, have anything to do with, you know, growing in Christ and so on and so forth. But anyway, okay. All right. So as a result of being in a relationship with Jesus Christ, what sort of drastic changes have you made in your lives? So I heard you talk a little bit about, you know, your intentionality, but what drastic changes have you made in your life? One drastic change, as I spoke of before, that my husband and I, the family and we were not married. Mm-hmm, had mm-hmm. finished the process of raising a family. And so God showed us in the midst of that as our two youngest children, and Mark has a wonderful son, Anthony, who is now the oldest of all of our children, raised by his mother in the latter part of his growing up. But God showed us that there was a right way and there was how things should be done. And so we Uh actually were able to take some time from each other for a small period of time. It was a year. And during that time, my husband was blessed to also have Reverend Anthony come into his life. God used him as a powerful ministry where we were led to a church called Holy Temple Evangelistic Center in Skyway. And as uh-huh. my husband, I moved towards marriage and doing what was decent and order. God gave us a strong dose of holiness. And I'm going to show you what living right is so that if you miss the mark, you're going to be still pretty much on track. And so mm-hmm. my husband is music. He was able to be inserted into music ministry there, and it has really blessed our lives. Bishop McLean and Lady Diane McLean, Pastor Terry Metcalf, and missionary Lynette Metcalf, and Reverend Anthony, who is now married to Sister Tansy Wells. All been very integral in our path in ministry, and so as we became leaders in our own walk, God has consistently placed women that are good and they tell you the truth in Christ in a loving way. Yes, and that is what were revealed incrementally. God, He's loving and kind, so He showed us. And then no excuse will know <laughs> that you know that you just like this is wrong. I don't want to do this. Right. And then you start to walk. 
And so for us, that understanding of just things should be done decent in order, I always go back to that whenever I'm experiencing a new situation or I'm asked to be a part of something where I know that I have to represent God. And you just look at things and you say, hey, you know, is this, am I doing this the way that you feel is the right order? If I'm not, Lord, yeah. I confess it right now and line, line us up and show us what is that order. So we teach that to our children. Our children definitely know we're not perfect, but they also see the testimony of where we've come from. They've literally witnessed us being, you know, that the muck and the mic. And to be, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, you felt that I had a very peaceful and calm spirit in that People meet my husband and I, and they say, you're a beautiful couple. And that type of thing, that only comes from God. That's the miracle that God can work if you yes. allow yourself to and, and, you know, just ask him to lead life. That's what it's all yes. about. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Maya, who would have ever thought that this would be happening based on the first day that we met? It's just, I'm just sitting here just absolutely amazed at, at God's, uh, it, 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 I, I, I'm just full, though. I'm just full because it's all him. It's all him. Yes. Okay. All right. Let's talk a little bit about Triumph Recording Company. And, uh, I know that Mark was instrumental, Mr. Smith, instrumental in, in founding this. Can this t- tell us about the recording company and, and how God is using you to serve others, how this whole family ministry came about, and, uh, yeah, just, just share with us what journey you're on right now, this amazing, remarkable journey that you're on. Yes, this journey is... I call it my vision, but I know it's God's vision. And mm-hmm. when you feel and meditate on things that are too pure and lovely while using your gifts that you know God has blessed you with, things that ideally for me, like I can go a little bit and come out with an idea that I know it was God and I'll come back and tell my wife and my daughter, hey, this, da-da-da-da, you know, and I'm a visionary because I have a huge imagination and I'm artistic and a musician. And a lot of times I'm thinking, oh, this is a record label, but then I know I have to do it with my family. And at the end of the day, it's a ministry. So there's three because we have to organize ourselves as a business, you know, mm-hmm. in order to get up and run, running websites and all things we have to do. But as a whole, triumph it's just the change of our lives and giving God the glory through the inspiration of music. And we're just so thankful to have the platform to be used as vessels with the many gifts that we have, including administration, 
musicianship and just praising the Lord. So mm-hmm. these things together because we, you know, played at different churches, especially myself, and I had to learn a lot of songs from other arts. And uh-huh. I started realizing that, hey, I like the sound of these songs, you know. Um, I want to write some songs and give God some glory, you know, and think of, you know, how about our own praise team? So sometimes you're thinking now, are we a band? Are we just praising the Lord? Are we a company? And we are a ministry. And God has blessed that vision. No matter what we think we are, we're a ministry. At the end of the day. uh Yeah. Yeah, we can't get it twisted, can we? <laughs> when you have a calling on your Lord on your on your uh 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 life, then you know that it's it's from the Lord and in obedience you respond. I love it. I love it. So you guys had a, a special debut last year, I believe it was somewhere around December. Can you tell us a little bit about Lift Your Hands Up? <laughs> I'll let my husband go forth with this part. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So, you know, Lift Your Hands Up is our first album release from our first group, Voices of Rejoice. We do okay. have several groups, you know, in the recording process, but we chose Voices of Rejoice ministry uh, to lead out with, you know, a single video and an album. So with Lift Your Hands Up, we wanted to have a 16-track album of just glorifying his name, just, you know, allowing the Holy Spirit to move within our music arrangements and lighting and just praising you know, and capturing uh-huh. it on recordings. I did want so, to add. Go ahead. Go ahead, Maya. Go ahead. I think it's important that people have access, that they feel like they would like to hear what God is blessing through this ministry. And if it could encourage them, you can go to Triumph Recording Co. Dot com that's triumphed passport recording code.com and all of the links are there and ways for you to hear the music but the testimony that we have is that as soon as we released the first song the single we started getting all of this feedback with people seeking God at a higher level and people reaching out with struggles that they And so that particular evening, we felt this mighty rushing wind and that God was mm. just sending his holy around to stir up in people what they needed to confess and things that some people, they need healing because their body is ailing and different things where we're able to speak with faith that we know God can do it. 
And so we just want to remain in that position where God can use us and just continuously believe of how God heals. He's the healer. We just need to ask him to work in us and through us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So nothing compares to you. What what is the featured track on your um on your LP? Is it is nothing compares to you, Lord? Yes, we refer to it as our debut single. Okay, and all right. I don't know the lang the language, but thank you for that. Okay, go ahead. It's exactly the same thing. And you know, so there's no right or wrong in that area. We just, I have to use certain lingo just because I'm a musician, so don't take it any kind of way. <laughs> I, 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 I can't no, 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 no. <laughs> because there's more singles to go. And, hey, featured is exactly right. There's a season for each, you know, work of ministry. And oh. nothing compared to Lord. Um, just had the sound. It, you know, when I wrote that song, it seemed as going to be a background album piece, you know, something on the album. And you know, I never intentionally wrote it to uh, what we also can call it a lead single. So there's many uh, references we can use that are no, they're not wrong. So it, you know, I believe. I the remix thing on it musically. It's always written from a piano and vocal approach. Mm -hmm. And that part of it never changed. But when I became to produce the rhythm track and that with a remix sound, it just found that. Changed the whole dynamic of maybe we should put this song out first, you know, and, you know, to God be the glory, it was an edifying song that we were very passionate about yes. wanting to get that message out. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. And and let, let me just say, too, Maya is singing on that. She's one of the three background singers. And I love the video. I love the black and white effect. So thank you very much. Wow. Um, 45 minutes goes by fast. I'm going to tell you, we've got about, let me, look, let me look at the studio clock. We've got about six minutes left, and there's a few other questions that I want to ask you. And I want to give you time to, to share maybe a favorite scripture that you all have, a go-to scripture that you've used throughout your journey that you can share with our audience, and then also maybe some words of encouragement. Before I do that, though, before we get there, what is God calling or asking you to do next, and what steps will you take to get there? Thank you, Naja. So right now, God has us at a place where he wants to move onto the radio platforms across the world. And as we've been talking about doing things decent and in order, there's just a way that people that actually have those results have gone about that specifically in the genre that we are working in, the gospel recording and Christian contemporary side of music. And so we be in line with that process, and it's hard work, and it takes a lot of pressing, but God's will is going to manifest. 
And as uh-huh. we have educated with side of the music business, as far as the radio, there's just a specific way that things have to be done. So our company, we have our daughter, Mariah Smith, very a major part of how things are being put in place to get done. She's also graduating from college, the university, uh, Washington State University. I don't want to get that mixed up uh-huh. <laughs> with the rival school. <laughs> I'm a dog. I'm a I'm a husky, and my son's a a coog. So yeah, you got to get it right. <laughs> so God is actually taking her gift and showing her as she is the executive director of our company, that she is actually leading her parents in a lot of ways in actually getting this done. And so we are taking those steps. As God moves us, we also are touring churches around, starting out in the Northwest, but then moving throughout the country and eventually internationally as God allows us to do that. Wow. Wow. I, I see it. I see it happening. And, and I know that he has prepared you, both of you, uh, and all those who are in your circle supporting and praying for you to accomplish what he has for you. He has prepared you for such a time as this. So I am I am just absolutely thrilled that uh got to feature you on today's Hope for Today podcast episode and that you will be able to encourage others, not only on today, but also in the days ahead. So what words of encouragement would you offer to our listening audience or maybe a favorite go-to scripture? What would you share to our listening audience today? So this will be twofold. (laughs) Okay, okay. Yes, we all have gifts. And if you just allow yourself to sit still for a while, perhaps you notice what you start, but a lot of people you talk to, they don't. And I just encourage people to get close to God, which will eliminate fear, to go forth in these gifts that you have. And what our testimony is, is he provides everything that you need. He'll open doors that no man can close, and he'll close some doors that no man can open that need to be. And he'll put you in a place and in that position. More people can know him because we're using our gifts. That's when we use our gifts, it's not to put on a show or to, you know, show somebody else that, oh, yes, I can do this. When I see a sister up there singing and I know that God anointed her with this wonderful, beautiful gift that he imparted or a brother that can, I'm just giving examples of different people that can play music or Whatever it is, they may be a preacher or what God has shown them that they need to go forth in, move when he says move. Don't Uh allow yourself, because it would be fear that would stop us from doing anything. And that person that really, really, really needs to get encouraged, you might be the one that God uses. And so it brings you out of discouragement a place where the devil can't really lay his hands on you. He may try, mm. but when you're in, 
like the apostles, it doesn't really matter. We know where we're going. Right. And that's the best right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Wow. This has just been a wonderful, wonderful uh, Friday early evening here in the Pacific Northwest. And I just want to thank you, uh, Maya and Mark Smith, and just thank you for being uh, submissive to God and obedient to God and allowing him to use use you as vessels. Uh, to bless others. And today has been an absolute blessing. Your testimony is awesome. And I have to say that you are just a remarkable husband and wife team. Thank you. Thank you for your music ministry. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. With that, we are going to go ahead and close out. And what I usually say in conclusion is may God bless you keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. We'll talk again in a couple of weeks. God bless you. We'll talk again, you guys. You'll hear from me again soon, okay? All right. God bless you. Bye-bye.